Baby on the neck getting foolish Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley I'm just cooling Cooling with the gang Cooling with the gang Cooley in the gang Baby on the neck getting foolish Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley I'm just cooling Cooling with the gang Cooling with the gang Cooley in the gang Nothing better than a professor Watch him cook up cooling Big G can't forget my nigga Mike Cooley Keep it hot like a pot of carrot Sweet as Mayberry Question is, is she single? We'll find out when I call and I be geeking off G. Laughing till I'm nauseous. Car she in, they going all in. Leaving no stones unturned, no topic untouched. They let her cuss and they fuck shit up. Brother, I keep my money right. Make sure you keep that money right. Make sure you keep that money right. Glam shit, keep the jewelry tight. Make sure you keep it. We on weekly. Make sure you peep it. Matt King stayed among the best kept secret. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, so do it. Introduce it, the gang and Mike Cooley. We be on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. We be on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. You are tuned in to the Cooley and the Gang Show on Blockworks Radio. I just want to let y'all know this is what black excellence looks like. Uh, when colors don't come to work and when they be late. This, this is what black excellence. Only person that's here five minutes, ten minutes early, sometimes 20 minutes early is my brother, Mac. Everybody else don't show up. Just moseying when the fuck they feel like it. Look at my, look, we're Shannon at. Look, this is black excellence. Goddamn colors, boy. I swear, yo. God damn. What the two <sighs> people? What's good? What's going on, Mac? How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm tired as hell. They working me, man. Yeah, I know, man. I'm here, though. You know, I'm going to keep pushing through. And you know I appreciate you. Pro- professor, uh, Don. You already know. Don Dada. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bro? How you feeling? Can't complain. The original, you the original Don Dada? The original. <laughs> One day we gonna dedicate a show just so the professor can tell y'all some hey, of his bro. stories. What's, hey. What's up, Matt? Did you um send a link or email to? You need me to email it to you? Yeah, if you can, because I'm gonna try to get it on my computer because my phone will keep going off while I'm still at work. All right, I'm about to I'm emailing it to you right now. Um, a lot going on this week, fellas. I, um hold up. Uh here we go. It's coming now. This is how we do on the Cooling the Game show. We make things happen. All right, I sent it. Um, all right, let's I just jump right up into this one because we got a, a full Monty today, bro. I, I got a list of some shit. So let's start with some top news from this week. Um them stimmies is dropping. 
the 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 stimmies is here. Um, did y'all see the story? I think it just happened, and I saved it. Oh yeah, it's right here on Instagram. Let's see if I can open this up. So your stimulus is coming. Oh, that's not it. And uh, it was like a family argument over stimulus check, and the dude killed like three brothers and the kid or something like that. Damn. Man, look, I'm trying to uh, trying to pull up my Facebook now because I saved that shit. Over the stimulus check. Over some stimmies. Yeah. Damn stimulus. That fourteen hundred boy will make you go nuts. Then if you got it, like, yo, all the memes, yo, with all the kids, yo, oh, they done had me weak, yo. Yo, people's out here getting paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every, but everywhere you look, everybody already got plans on how they're going to spend it. You don't hear nobody saving it, putting no. it away, or everybody no, got not. plans on what they buying. So it was in Indianapolis. Family says an argument over the stimulus check led to a quadruple murder. Um, it says that according to Fox 59, the family members that were unfortunately killed were family members of Jeanette, Jeanetrius Moore, who worked at a local beauty supply store to support herself and her two daughters. With the release of the latest stimulus check, she was looking forward to the additional help. However, Malik Halfars or Halfacre, the father of her youngest daughter, thought that he should have half of her check. You saw that? Yeah. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, they said we can't talk to you until you get on camera. I'm just going to put my car on. Yeah, so um, quadruple. I think he killed her. Four. Four people. The four people, and including one of the children. A child, um, a brother, a cousin. Over the stimulus check, because he wanted half. Now he, right. now he ain't getting none of it. None. Not near. Nothing. So he he lost out either way. Now he's going to jail forever, and he don't have the money. He going to jail, yeah. jail. Mm-hmm. Mike, you said her, the seven year, her seven year old oh, daughter, brother, and cousin. Stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's crazy. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's. And that's by the bit. sound of the names, they don't sound colored. They are colored. Oh, they definitely colored. They color colored. They was color cut. Yeah, they was colored. Color colored. First of all, mm. if a colored person that won his half of his baby, his baby mother's check and he ain't taking care of his child. That's us. First of all, they never said he can take care of it. Maybe that's why she he said, won a half. She said to him, because who I think it was a sister who was replaying everything, said that she told him, You don't deserve it. I do everything. I take care of everything. So was he not getting a check and he wanted some of hers? I guess so. The niggas in jail get a check. Why he ain't get one? He must not work. No, man, that'll do it. But shit, work. Oh yeah, they do work. Oh, <laughs> they color as fuck. <laughs> no, you gotta. Be, yeah, you really gotta be a super piece of shit that if you're not getting a stimulus, because if somebody if somebody that's locked up getting a check and you free every day and, and you ain't, you ain't qualified for a stimulus check, you you definitely a piece of shit. Like you, you <laughs> not even not even some smoking shit. You just that nasty shit that just stick to the rim of the toilet. Like you just terrible. Like kill yourself. All right, so um, yeah, I saw that. Well, all um, of that, he just wanted half, right? Yeah, he just he wanted, wanted half. He just wanted, he wanted half of the check. So, well, no, it was more than seven hundred. So, so he, he wanted half of the total. He wanted half of the daughters. He wanted seven hundred. Oh, he just wanted half of his daughters. He didn't want half of all the money she was getting. He don't just get half, half of what, the kids. He wanted half of what was his. That's my daughter. That's crazy. Seven hundred. Seven hundred dollars cost you to kill four people. 
Exactly. Now you got life. Well, now he'll get a stimulus check. <laughs> the next one. <laughs> he missed. He still missed this one. Yeah, he still missed this one. He get the next one, but you know, peace and blessings to that family, man. Uh, Anna said she ain't getting one. <laughs> uh, Anna, oh, damn, well, Your situation's different. You don't qualify for different reasons. <laughs> That's bad when you get pay paid. <laughs> Because he wanted to change his name and, and come back in. Uh, so, yeah, so I did see that. Um, also, another news story that I saw this week. Turn your headphones off. No, you can hear Echo? Yeah. Yep. Oh, shit. Hey, right, go ahead. Um, another top news story that I heard we saw this week. Um, I got this one from, from the professor. Um, the Vatican, the Vatican is barring same-sex unions. Is The Vatican bars Catholic priests from blessing same-sex unions. Uh, the Vatican decreed Monday that the Catholic Church cannot bless same-sex unions because God cannot bless sin. The mm -hmm. Vatican's orthodoxy office, the Con Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, issued a formal response Monday to, question, to a question about whether Catholic clergy can bless gay unions. You thought I was gonna fuck that up, didn't you? No, no, I, I was told to do something, so I was giving Maisha a thumbs up, letting her know I'm gonna do it in a second. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Um, so uh, it says uh, one of uh, the answer approved by Pope Francis was negative. God does not and cannot bless sin. Instead, the instead insisted the note published in seven languages. He blesses sinful man so that he may recognize that he is part of his of his plan of love and allow himself to be changed by himself. It said, I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, the CDF also said the explanation was not intended to be a form of unjust discrimination, but rather a reminder of the truth of the. Liturgical right. Yeah. yeah. So. So the Vatican then put his foot down and said, "We nah, we, we ain't about that life. We not doing it." Okay, you want me to sit up? That's what you're talking. I mean, it's the same show every week. I think they can hear me though. You that's fine. That's fine. That makes a big deal. Um, I'm sorry. Just go ahead. Yeah, stay on your side of the road. So, so what, do you, Mac? Did you get? Did you catch any of that? I know you had to go bob out and bob back in. Yeah. Nah. So the Vatican has um. Said no to same-sex marriage. Yes, they will not bless. Vatican bars Catholic priests from. Catholic priests from blessing same-sex unions. They're just going to come here and do it. Go back home. It's up to them. But now, do y'all not see the irony in this? The Catholics, the one, the same ones that molest little boys? They didn't, more bo more little boys than been ran through by the Catholic and Church. Gay because, and then uh, are gay because of that? And, and then you that, have the no, audacity so now to me, follow okay? it up with. We don't agree with it? It's okay with that. No, we, we still going to do this, but no, we're not doing that over there. Professor, you sent this to me. The Vatican don't agree with them fondling little boys either. Is that hip, is that some hypocrisy going on right here? Do I still have an echo? Nah. All right, good. Um, uh, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. So I don't know if you, you probably don't know this, but some years ago, um, long ass time ago, actually, now I think about it. I was I had stopped going to church, but I stopped going because my work schedule had changed, not because I not because I didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. So I had this this these guys come to the house and actually teach church at my house. Like we did Bible study together and we went over, we studied the Bible. So one of the things that they pointed out to me is that 
there are still places in this country, well, there are still places in this world that have what they call, in our terms, uh, a rites of passage. And their rites of passage is, as a young man, to become a young adult, you have to stay the night with the elder or priest of that community. What? Now, the way that they explained it to me was that they would take the place of a servant or a wife. So whatever it is that this person, that the, the priest asked them to do, they had to do. So it, it, the reason why I said I don't know is because I don't know what these priests, how they view young children. I don't know what their view is of them. Because if you if you say that your view is that they aren't, it's not about male and female, it's more so about uh, subservitude or something along those lines, mm -hmm. then maybe they don't look at it that way. Um, but as far as that union is concerned, again, we go back to the same conversation we had before. If you're following what they're saying in the Bible, even though, you know, being totally honest, even in the Bible, they had some, some funny business going on in there too. Absolutely. Um, if you're following the union side of it, traditionally, it's always been um, man and wife. And the whole idea of, of husband and wife is reproduction. Two men can't reproduce. Two women can't reproduce. I don't I mean, it doesn't matter what you like and what you think should happen. That's the reality. It's just it's not set up that way. Well, Absolutely. Well, and, and then it's crazy because it, it also says that um, blessing a same-sex union could give the impression of a sort of sacramental equivalence to marriage, which would be erroneous and misleading. Right. So, I mean, feel free. Um, I guess we can get some uh, comments out the room. What I miss? The Vatican <laughs> has decided to no longer bless same-sex unions. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aunt Anna says, "Sex is sex. A vote of chastity is a vote of chastity. There is not there is not misunderstanding about that." Okay. So that's uh, that was another top story that I had seen this week. Mm. Um, Before you go to the next one, let me tell you what Maisha said to you that you ignored apparently at the top of the hour. I didn't. I forgot we had comments. I wasn't even. Um, she says she's here on time and she's been buying for her spot, so her permanent spot, and you keep disrespecting her ass. She may have to start sweating and laying hands. Maisha, we're gonna talk. As you can see, uh, I do need help. I, I'm I'm dealing with a bunch of unorganized colored folk, and <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's been like this. How many years have we been doing it? Like, oh, because I, I was about to I was about to say, don't start that shit now. You can just call this shit the Cooley Show if you want. <laughs> G got his shirt on too. Hey, G. God damn. Yeah. What you, G? What you doing? You gotta get the carts out the um. At the parking lot? No, no, no. I ran in real fast to get something. I'm coming. You, uh, you know you outside, right? I know. I just ran in and I ran out and I just fuck you, Mike. <laughs> My bad, bro. My bad, dog. Um. So, okay. So let me go bounce on to the next one. So, I just want to update y'all. Uh, Ti and Tiny. Mm -hmm. 
this is the last one of my top news stories, and we're gonna go into our icebreakers. Um, so I don't even know if anybody's still paying attention to the Ti and Tiny thing. Are they getting but, more and more people coming? No damn sure one. This is an article from uh, March the 9th. More accusers allege sexual misconduct, misconduct against rapper T.I. and wife Tiny. A dozen women have come forward to accuse the rapper T.I. and his wife of sexual assault and misconduct with some allegations stretching back more than a decade. New York lawyer Tyrone A. Blackburn said he represents a man, a man and 10 women who have all been victims of the artist born Clifford Harris and his wife singer Mika Tiny Harris. There's a man. Oh, so T.I. fucking men too? Oh, no, Tiny got men. What am I a victim of? Uh, no, see, I think that's, that's what I need to know. What, what am I a victim of? Well, see, if you're, if you're T.I. and Tiny's lawyer, that is your question. That's why, and everybody's still anonymous. So T.I. and Tiny can't even form a defense because they don't even know who the people are. How is that possible? If you come after me saying I did X, Y, and Z, they then... don't have to be. They don't have to be. They don't have to reveal the identities of the victims until a certain time, I believe. That ain't fair. If they gonna come forward. Let's come forward. So now I can get receipts in line for dates, times, text messages, and all that, and videos that I recorded of you over here sucking my dick on on oh, purpose. Oh my goodness! Damn. Just... Oh. Damn. Uh, in addition, so damn. In addition, Los Angeles lawyer <laughs> Lisa, <laughs> right, says she represents two women with misconduct claims against T.I. and Tiny both. We are in, an, in the investigation phase right now, so we don't have a statement as to their claims yet, Bloom said. Blackburn has asked prosecutors in California and Georgia to consider charges against the couple. For my clients who have survived terroristic Threats and sexual assault and abuse and drugging, it never truly ends. Somebody says something. What happened? Oh. What the fuck is I'm laughing about? because terroristic. Yo, see, it's all about how you word stuff and it's all how you spend shit. It all sounds like such a horrific thing. They wake up in the middle of the night. Huh, oh shit! You know what I mean? It, you know, it's a bunch of shit going on. It took you all these years to come forward now. You know, see, here's the thing. We, we're in that Me Too movement. It's going to continue mm -hmm. to go this way. Whenever somebody feels like it, I swear, I haven't figured out why it has not happened to regular people yet. It's because there, there's some dudes out here that took some, some trim. There's <laughs> definitely some dudes out here. And, and it's coming. Well, if you're a regular dude and you took some trim, there's nothing to gain from from exactly. it, other than you going to jail, like Ti Tiny, think paid. about it. Yeah, think about Bill Cosby. It was guys out here talking about Bill Cosby raped him. Like shit, for a couple million dollars, Bill Cosby could have raped me. Like what? That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that, you know. But it, it was people out here that was saying shit like that. So it's all in about what you can gain from the from the person. You're like, if I can't gain shit from you, then it's I ain't cool. even fucking with you. It ain't worth it. So. Yeah. I, think the, I think the one they're gonna have to watch out for is uh one of the one of the victims is 17 year old she was an intern at the time in 2006 and she said um she passed out after consuming a drink and a pill tiny gave her according to a letter uh blackburn to the georgia attorney general's office so unless she told her that the pill was for a headache she willingly took the pill exactly and the drink and the drink See? and you're under and you're underage so you were there partying intentionally and 
Now everybody talking about they get paid. And you remember that one time at banking that tiny gave you something and you passed out. But because she's on the age, is the is like Mike said, that's the thing. And there's no statue on underage. See, she wanted to be a big girl. Everybody want to be big girl so they wake up with a dick in their mouth now all of a sudden. Wake up with her panties around her ankles and a wet ass. She mad, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I can't um, so fathom. You, so what What if they settle and pay? Do they look guilty? Or do you fight it? Right. You're absolutely right. Yes. Well, let, me, let me rephrase that. Let me ask y'all. Are you fighting it all the way or are you paying and just like, fuck it? Mm-hmm. If I know I didn't do nothing, yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, I, I, I'm saying like, you, if, I don't know how to answer that because I mean, they say they didn't do nothing. I mean, if you say you ain't do it, I mean, you're gonna fight it or you gonna well, you more, more people pay. coming out, more and more people coming out, and it's, at the end of the day, they gonna always look bad. See, look, I, I, okay, I, look, I want to change my answer. I want to change my answer because if they pay, if they if they fight it all the way. The only thing that I have, only thing that I'm saving will be my name and my reputation. And I'm about to spend millions and millions of dollars to save my name and my reputation. And we're still going to look at you sideways no matter what. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. I would rather I would rather just give you um a thousand dollars and a chicken sandwich and then just say, okay, keep it moving. Get the fuck out of here. Is once you pay that first person off, it's going to be more than with their hands off. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, you got to really figure out, I guess, how many people is really telling the truth and how many people am I really going to have to pay? And like I said, at the end of the day, because right now we don't even know what they're being accused of. Like, sexual, like, what did they do? What did they do? Did they sex traffic? Did they, you know, get paid for other people to sleep with you? Were they touching you? Like, what was it that they were doing that all these people all of a sudden come out the woodwork and that you can't tell me what I did to you. Yeah. I, I'd be sick to have to spend a hundred million dollars to prove my shit innocent and I could have just gave him a hundred thousand dollars and been good with it. All right. Well, let's keep this uh, roller coaster rolling. Yeah, all right. It's time for some icebreakers. What time is it? Do I need to do another story? Oh, no. Icebreaker time. All right. Y'all heard about my boy, Kirk Franklin, right? Yes. Yeah. We call this segment Stomp Your Black Ass, the Kirk Franklin story. <laughs> G, you heard about Kirk Franklin, your boy? Yeah, I, I, listened, to the, I listened to the shit twice because I thought it was amazing. I had to really see if it was Kirk Franklin or not. All right, well, let's listen to it again. Yeah, because I got it. Is that a threat? Many of you know I have an older son named Carrie Franklin. In May, he'll be 33. For many years, we have had a toxic relationship with him as a family. We've tried for many years through counseling, through therapy, to try to rectify this private family matter. 
Recently, my son and I had an argument that he chose to record. I felt extremely disrespected in that conversation and I lost my temper. And I said words that are not appropriate. And I'm sincerely sorry to all of you. I sincerely apologize. I want you to know as a father that during that conversation, I called the family therapist and got that therapist on the phone to try to help. He never played that part of the recording. I'm not perfect. I'm human and I'm gonna make mistakes and I'm trying to get it right. Please keep me and my family in your prayers. Amen. Yeah. I don't like that type of shit though. I don't like that apology shit. The explanation. Like he do not owe the public an explanation of what's going on between him and his son. He don't. I hate when he do that shit. He don't. So, because of who I, he is, we already know. I, I listened to um, Steve Harvey talk about it. And what he said is, Kurt Franklin is getting is being hurt from a lot of different angles. He said, number one, his son. So the fact that his son recorded something and presented it to everybody mm-hmm. that was supposed to be a private conversation, he felt very disrespected from that angle. <laughs> then the other side was um, the church. Mm-hmm. He said, you'd be surprised how many people from the church that are supposed to be uh, Christians or, or churchgoers yeah. that are, are judgmental as fuck. Very upset with Kurt Franklin in that scenario. And he just gave the, you know, the example of, you know, just because you're, you, you know, you, you call you're a Christian or you, you, you claim to be a Christian. That doesn't mean that you're without sin. It doesn't mean that you don't curse. It doesn't mean that you fall short of grace. I mean, it's a part of the work. But my only thing is, I don't understand, like, kind of like what Troy just said, I don't know why he apologized. And I and I get it. He's trying to um, rein back in members of the church, probably, probably higher members of the church, because I'm quite sure the congregation isn't going to change. But as far as like uh, his status, as far as that's concerned, might be in jeopardy because of something like this. Um, I, and, and I know I'm getting ready to talk about somebody different, but it's the same type of relationship happened with 50 Cent and his son. If you ever listen to the story about what 50 said happened with him and his son, you know, shit. Sooner or later, they probably going to come to blows before it, before it's all said and done. Yeah, you ain't but, right. you know, even with the Kurt Franklin scenario, like I'm listening to it and I'm saying to myself, I couldn't imagine me talking to my father like that, number one. Um, number two, I couldn't imagine if I had a son, my son saying that to me. I I, I think I would pistol whip him. I really do. I'm just thinking to myself, like, it would take everything in me not to do some uh some belly shit. Make him <laughs> make him get naked and sit on the couch and bang bullets over top of his head. I, I just I just would it just would it would do something to me because I would be saying to myself, this conversation from what from, from my understanding, is really about money. That he's doing more for this family than he is for his son. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to it, my qu- my only question is: So you you know, at a certain age, you know, you don't get Christmas gifts. You not don't not you ain't really getting no Christmas gifts no more. You don't have to because he's a grown ass man. He's not a child. That's what NJ Rich was saying. Yeah, and, and I think that's when when you when you 
when the story gets put out there and it says Kirk Franklin argues with son, you, you hear son and people just think little Aiden, child. Yeah. Aiden, you know, not a 33-year-old grown-ass man. But you've looked at me crazy for some of the shit I've said to Aiden before, though. Yeah, but Aiden is also a 13-year-old child. That's a, a grown-ass man. A grown ass man that still wants his father and them to take care of. Sometimes and as I a father, you got to talk to your son. Like, look, look, Lord, look. Yeah. I will break your jaw. Yeah, I mean, I've said, I just told Chase ass that shit. She gets to me one more fucking time. I'm going to knock her fucking teeth out. I just told her ass that and she laughed at me and went upset. So I'm going to fuck your daughter up. So <laughs> well, <laughs> Chase knows ain't nobody going to hit her. She's safe. So, so yes. That and like um, MJ Rich said, I saw the daughter's video. The, his sister came out like, yo. You fucking grew up privileged as fuck. But, and you act like you had to be out in these streets fitting for yourself. That ain't the life you live. Like, daddy took care of you just like he did us. us. But you, you took it for granted. You know what I mean? You act like you were bigger and better and now your ass needed and daddy like, fuck you and you mad. I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine. Like, th this whole, this whole scenario, playing it back. And then I'm listening to what his son said. I did. I did. I wish you would come over here. I'll beat you. Right. Okay, wait, 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 so, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, is it? Are you, <laughs> so, Rudy, as a you say, you couldn't imagine being the father or the son. Either one. Well, look, I think it was funny, right? One time, me and my father got into it, and I, in my mind, I guess I, I've been able to whoop my father ass for years. Oh Lord. <laughs> I don't. I don't. In my mind, though, I said in my mind, I don't think anybody. Most of y'all have seen my dad. He's a big dude. Mm -hmm. And I still think I could kick his ass, even though he's 60 years old, 59. I'll fuck him up. <laughs> so one time me and him got into it, and I was like up the street, and I said, fuck you. And I got in the car and pulled off, right? It took me like almost two months to go back and apologize because I knew <laughs> he was probably gonna whoop my ass. So I, I um as a kid, as a kid, you know, you don't want to be disrespectful to your parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I I couldn't imagine my son saying some of that shit to me because I'd have done some belly shit. Like you said, I'd have had him on the couch shooting at him too. So I, I can imagine it because I've done a little bit of it, like, but not to this extent to be recording and shit like that. Um, I'm not mad at the son or the father. I'm mad that it was publicized because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, um, I do not care about Kirk Franklin and his son's argument, you know, like you just said, you know, Mike, you and Aiden, y'all, you know, y'all have y'all shit. Rudy, I'm sure you and your father, y'all had y'all shit. Troy, you and your father had y'all shit. Um, I think because of who it is that you feel some kind of way as a pastor, but I don't give a shit. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, who really gives a fuck? People argue, parents argue with their kids. Kids are going to be mad at their parents for telling them not to do something or for doing something or whatever the fuck it is. You know, so as a father, fuck that little boy. I, I, you should call him right now and put him on a speakerphone and, and say some shit to him. No, I just listen. so let me ask y'all this. Pop just pops to Kirk because he a real nigga, y'all. Real nigga, real <laughs> nigga do real things. Fuck y'all, whoop your bitch ass. <laughs> you are on another level today. Are you okay? You had your thug cookies today? No. Hey, but I do feel like Kirk Franklin might have fucked him up though. That's the crazy thing. Yep. <laughs> so, so we all know that. As a child, there is a line. So is there a line as a parent? Yeah, you can't kill him. That's the only thing. Yeah, well, shit. That's I the only line. Because cause me and my father, go. We like I said, we used to go at it. You know, he always said, I always told him, I said, I'll fuck you up. I kick your ass. 
And then the first thing he say is Marvin Gaye. Like, okay, you won. Because, <laughs> you know, Marvin, <laughs> Marvin Gaye's father shot him. So, like, I don't want to play no more. Anytime you get the mention of Marvin Gaye and his father, yeah, you won, Dad. Be good. I ain't mad no more because I think if he came down to it, he might try to shoot me, you know? I, I but, do still to this day have a respectful fear of my father. Um, I might fuck with him a little bit, but I, 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 there is a line and I won't cross with my father because respect. I think my father might try to shoot me in my ass or something like that. If I, if I got, he'd be like, I ain't gonna fight you now, but you're gonna have to make it out this house. I don't know. My father might try to do something to me. Yeah, you know. I know when I was little, you know, it was a stronger fear, but now I, I think I might be able to take him, but I wouldn't try it though. Well, I think probably, that comes. Listen, now you fuck around the call up here and be like, "Oh, you think you can?" Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think that be, that comes from the relationship that a son and their father has. Like mm. growing up, my dad was Superman. Like I've never, I, I seen my father cry one time, and that was when his mother died. Mm. You know, like I've never seen my dad cry or show any like those type of emotions. You know, this motherfucker will hit his hand with the hammer trying to nail something, and he like shit, and then keeping it moving. I hit my hand with the hammer, nigga. I, I cried. Like, I, I'm sitting there. My shit don't <laughs> swelled up on me. Snot about to run out my nose. I'm, you know, fuck this project. I don't even want to do this no more. So, you know, the, the, the relationship between the son and the father, even if your dad wasn't in the household and y'all managed to, you know, keep a, a decent relationship, the level of respect is really, really high. And I do not, you know, I, I felt like when I said fuck you, I disrespected my dad course you come back and you apologize and shit like that um i do want to say on air that i probably that i definitely could fuck my father up just in case anybody <laughs> was wondering um but yeah disrespect is, is just just something that you don't do with your parents um like i don't think i've ever cussed at my mother to the point where like fuck fuck you to my mom so that's why i think it's really shitty between parents you know mm-hmm. as a man you're not really gonna disrespect your mother unless you just like crazy Right, because I think my mother would definitely probably put rat poison in. She would call me over for dinner, cook a whole meal, and put rat poison in it. Like that's gonna be my mother. And the freezing the biscuits. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You like, damn, why are these mashed potatoes blue? Like, nah. <laughs> well, so. you're tuned into the Cooling the Gang show live every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. We appreciate everybody that's joined us. Take a second, hit that thumbs up, heart, laugh, angry, do something, subscribe to our YouTube, like our Facebook page, and please share this video. Share, share, share. Um, in the um, let's let's keep it going on parenting styles. Um, I saw another video online, and I want y'all to check this out. Um, I don't remember how long it is. I might not play the whole thing. I'm gonna play enough for y'all to kind of. So Snapchat mm-hmm. and all other social medias. When you have a disturbed son, a very badass child who don't listen and don't think that you can send them to jail, you bring the jail to your house. Inmate. Inmate Johnson, <laughs> what is your number? As you see, he has his socks and drawers. He has his towel and hygiene. He will be only coming out for what? Okay. Basically, you're on restriction. Jail, y'all don't get to have fun. You get to come out to eat, wash, and you get to go to school. Other than that, you will be confined to this 
cell of yours to think about what you've done and what you've been doing. The only way you get your privileges is when we see the improvements. And that's on recording. Wait, you I sure do. So I hope y'all know that was. We call this right, part so I... 101 jail edition. Too far? I saw, I saw like 30 things wrong with this, but I'll let Rudy go first. <laughs> first Professor. thing is, I don't know who did all that spelling because that shit was wrong as hell. About the uh, and, and a closet. That shit, that shit was fucked up. I was trying to read it, and I said, "Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe something wrong with me. Maybe fuck it." She opened the door. The little boy sitting there, and I'm saying to myself, "This can go one of two ways. He can either recognize this for um, a change in his life, or he can say jail was not that bad. If this what you're telling me, jail was like, you might say it's not that bad because one thing is, um." The food that he's gonna get at home ain't gonna be nothing like it is in jail. Number two, it ain't a whole bunch of niggas around all the time. He get to see some other people, and you know he ain't got a he <laughs> he don't have other issues he might have to worry about. But he may not see it as being that bad. Shit, when I was a little kid, I would have loved that shit. I would have been in there, leave me the fuck alone. Don't come in my room. Let like me stay in here. This is Yeah, look, this, this constant quiet time for me. This is right up my alley. I go to the bathroom. Ain't nobody gonna say nothing to me. You sure? You know, so it's, it it depends on how that how that you know boy takes it. But me personally, I don't think I would have done something like that. Like I, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't feeling it from the beginning. Like when she opened the door and he was sitting in there, I was just saying to myself, I couldn't I, I couldn't imagine going to my, my child's mother's house and seeing my son sitting in the closet looking like a fucking animal, looking like a little dog and shit in the closet. And she got his bed all smashed up in the in the, in the closet. That's a big ass closet though. Yeah. Gets the bed in. I don't know about y'all. I can't put my bed in, in no closet. But um yeah, that's that would that would be a little. That would be a little bit much, man. And if you if you really can't handle your children, then you know maybe you need some parenting classes. I don't think that jail is not the answer. Like people look at jail as the the answer to the problem. Jail jail's purpose was supposed to be for rehabilitation, not to just confine people. And you think that that's going to change somebody just because you put them behind bars? That's not how that works. That's why you have the same people reoffending all the time. If jail was that serious and jail worked, you would find that you wouldn't have the same people committing crimes. But it's the same people doing the same shit all over again because they're no longer rehabilitating people in jail. But, you know, teach us on if that's if if that works for you. One thing about it, we won't never know unless they replay this 20 years from now. Say, remember the boy in the closet? We won't know if it worked. This experiment, we will never know how it ended. So you Mac, think you somebody think? reporting her ass? Hell yeah. Nothing to report. Well, what is there really to report? 
You got your son locked in a room. He's not locked. She just told his ass, don't come out. Okay, so he's locked in a fucking room. He, he can't and come out. What closet you ever seen with a lock on it? My point is, if he came out, what would, he, what would be the repercussion? Go get his ass whipped like he would in jail okay. if you come so out So now that's yourself. abuse. So now that's <laughs> abuse. I told you not to do something, and you did it anyway. So now you... So you got me... And you put my bedroom in a, in, a, in a closet, not a bedroom, with no windows... That's child Who said the room got to have a window? Child, call Child Protective Services and ask them. Your room got to have a window? Call Child Protective Services and ask them what they said. If the room got to have a window. Let me put your ass in the fucking closet. <laughs> just for the record. All right, all right keep going. Mac, Mac. Go ahead, Mac. Just for, just for the record, a room, technically a room does have a window. That's how they classify a room, technically, just to be. I, I didn't say a room. What? I didn't I say it. Go ahead, Mac. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she wouldn't bother the wrong way. That's child abuse. Like, I mean, mentally, that could really fuck that boy head up. And like the professor was saying, depending on how his mentality is, either that could work for him and he won't get into no trouble, or he could be like, you know what, fuck it. If this all I got to go through, I'm going to do trouble all the time. So it depends on how he, his ment mentality is and how he accepts that. He could take it the wrong way and be like, fuck it. I'm going to just go hard. And be out this bitch doing me, <laughs> or he must be like, "Fuck it, I will never do it again." That shit scared the shit out of me. But overall, it is child abuse, though. To put him off like, in the closet and tell him don't come out—that's yeah, that's child abuse. She could have handled that in a different way. All right, get some comments out the room. So NYC two one three, appreciate you for joining us. He said, "All that boy needs is his dad." I can agree. Who says a strong dad, male figure. Who says dad's not there? He, First of all, he'd have been in there. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have like been grandma. It wouldn't son. have been. It wouldn't have been grandma in the background talking about. What's up? Hey, old man. That's my great nephew. That nigga like forty years old. Look at him. That's my great nephew right there. I ain't gonna. <laughs> I, we can't lock him in the closet though. You got knowledge. This grandson right here. Say hey, grandson. You want to cool me in the gang? So you got something to say to him? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I don't think. I think y'all using the word abuse a little too loosely. You know. Abuse. So how do you how do you feel about it, Mike? He, I might want to lock his kids in the closet. No, right now. but I did when Aiden was really, really going like just being. I threatened to turn his room into. I was like, all right, well, you want to take the? I, I'll turn your room into us. I was going to take everything out of his room, and he was going to sleep on the floor, and he was going to have to earn every piece back. So what's the difference? He was in a room with a window. No, oh my God, the window. <laughs> y'all in this damn window. So I'm kind of upset. I'm kind of upset because I know Chase do more fucking up than Aiden, and her room is like a princess's room. I know it. I knew it, yo. Eight, she a princess. She got candles and shit all up around. She probably doing voodoo on y'all edge. I'm gonna stop playing with that girl. But but after a certain point in time, like you can't keep you can't keep whooping them. Like you gotta you gotta get shit shit shit. You can't like you gotta get creative after yeah, a while. After a while, yeah. it don't work. Okay, you just gotta hit him with something different. See, now that's abuse. <laughs> that's abuse, yo. That's abuse. I'm calling on you that's now. Shit. My mother, my mother, my mother, done whooped that ass with everything in the house. Cool. Yeah. Rich. My said that's fair punishment. Just don't call it jail. Beatings never work though. Because how many times you got your ass whipped for doing something and went right back out and did the same shit? Nah, it ain't a whole. It ain't. It ain't been a whole lot. It's been a couple of ass whoopings that make you think like, I can't do this again. Shit, that was probably borderline child abuse. Like, exactly, that's what I'm trying to tell you. So some shit we got hit with. Um, I think I don't know how I feel about locking your kid in a closet. I don't give a fuck what you call it. Um, jail. 
I think solitary people, confinement. Like you can't, you can't lock people, your kid. Some What's people that? coming in. So, so Snapchat. Can I mute it? And all other social medias. So, I, I, some people are coming in. They probably don't know what the hell we talking about. So, I'll what say it again. this mother uh, needed to come up with another way to, I guess, to punish her son. We don't know what he did. First of all, the fact what she he didn't do so, was a little disturbing. Yeah, and so she turned the closet into a what she called a jail cell. You want to be in jail? What these words say right here? Read Mom, that. Read that. And, a and a closet instead of a jail. And <laughs> instead. Mm. <laughs> well, at the hey. bottom of the hour, we're going to talk about the school system. So, Well, and what's really disturbing to me is if you look at the little boy, he looks scared already. Yeah. He didn't got fucked up. So why? He didn't already, he didn't already had an experience in the show. Well, he, see what I mean? But he already, <laughs> like, come on now. He don't even look like the type of kid that was, he looks scared already. So what do you, yes, why are you trying to bully the little boy and put him into a, a jail? Like, because he's disturbed. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, and then she, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to put it on her, but she like, she didn't do the, she didn't do a little jail time my dad, so. Yeah. You know a lot about it. Yeah. That's, that's that's crazy, man. I I think I think somebody should come and take her kids away from them and uh, from her. And I'm sure she got more than one. Yeah. Well, everybody and has if, one child that just. Nah, him. man. He's probably that boy that. A girl house. You go visit a girl and you say, "Where uh, where Johnny at? Oh, he in the closet for what? You know, he just not he don't do his homework. I told him to eat his, his spinach and and do his homework, and he said he said he wasn't gonna eat it. So I put him in the closet. I'm like, man, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Like, I like fuck, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. closet, though, that closet is is bigger than some uh, rooms down the hill. Yeah, all, if we call any of our parents or whatever that grew up in like back in the day, somebody's room was a fucking closet, and it was okay then. But now, <laughs> yeah, that's like that. that's because it was. Nah, fuck no. You ain't tell nobody. You ain't tell nobody. It was fourteen. No, nah, it was fourteen of them. That's why. That's why that was the fucking closet was the room because it was fourteen motherfuckers living in it. So you know what? It, it's one thing. It's one thing to to punish a child, and I, you know I can't say what is and what isn't punishment. Only the parent can really determine what that what that actually means. <laughs> if you take something from from a child that they care about, then that could be a form of punishment. Yeah. But I, you know, to me, just my opinion, I think that's a little extreme what she's doing. Um, that took a lot of effort to drag his bed or whatever the hell it is, blow up mattress or whatever, hang his hang his shit up on a, on a, um on a little thing and put his hygiene in there. She definitely been to jail because normal people don't say hygiene. A motherfucker that's been locked up say shit like that. So I mean, I I don't know. It just seemed a little strange to me. But but again. Here we are, social media again. It it could be one of them things where it's another ploy to get attention. Um, she obviously felt like this would be something that could potentially go viral. What she doesn't understand is this could be something potentially that makes her lose her children. Or, yeah. or guess what? It could be something that now CPS is saying, we're going to start coming here and checking to see exactly what's going on with the child. And now he's mad and he's like, my mama beat me all the time and don't feed me. <laughs> she got me on lockdown 22 hours. 
Well, I understand the concept of what she's trying to get across. Whether or not I would do it or was she right or wrong, it's not my child. I don't know what he did. I don't know. Like, and I mean, if, if he is, as she said, which I like, I don't agree with, disturbed, then maybe she needs to be looking at other Counselor. methods of uh you know yeah counseling or assistance to figure out what's going on to make him so disturbed so bad why is he seeking this negative attention you gotta come up there lenan told me she could hear me okay oh my goodness man that's the phone from the matrix (laughs) 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 yeah so i i don't know uh you want to get some comments out the room i don't even know where to start um Oh, Rich says he don't he doesn't blame the, the child. Wait a minute. He said I don't blame them. I'm not sure if it's the child or the mother. He I said, think he's talking about the mother. Okay. He said it's called punishment. Um Linnea said he is held against his will, so it may bring some attention from CPS. First of all, ch- children don't have will. There, there's no will. There is. There's no in, you have in, no will. In this century, it is, and that's the problem. See, that's, that's what y'all problem. so sensitive and that's soft the these days. Like, no, there's no will for it. Like will. Not it may not be no will in our household, but outside of our whole household with the laws and CPS, they have certain wills and locking your closet, your child, keeping your child, keeping Thank you, your child there's no lock on the in door. a closet for 22 hours. I can only go to the bathroom and do schoolwork, and that's it. In a closet, not a bedroom, a closet, and got it on social media telling everybody my child is in jail because he's disturbed. It's called the CPS. Her wording was not correct. I agree with that. So, and if you really think he disturbed, would you be doing all types of shit like that to him? I would sleep with the bedroom door locked. Right. I put him in that closet. And knowing her crazy ass, that's that closet got a lock on it. That closet got a lock on it. Best believe that closet got a lock on it because his ass ain't sneaking out because he that damn bad. Uh, Maisha. She says she could have made that punishment without she could have made that punishment without making it jail related. Um, in um, New York, in NYC two one three. That all that. His dad is not there. She sent him first. Sent him to jail first. <laughs> 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 that could be it. I ain't even gonna lie, bro. That could be it. Now that shit was funny. Okay. Maisha said, um, what is that? That's a cell phone. That's your house phone? That's my cell phone. I, I told you, people ain't <laughs> Tell me you at work, work. Your second job. Um, Maisha said, that's a fair punishment. Just don't call it jail. Um, okay. Um, NYC213 said, facts. Um, Maisha once again said, I just got better at what I was doing. So punishment and um, discipline. Right, right. Finding different ways to, uh, <laughs> I, I, I hate her, um, to discipline. Yeah. And that's, that's it. You just got to find different ways to discipline because beating doesn't always work. And I, that's just real. I learned that with Aiden. That shit just, yeah. that didn't work. Um, she also said parents need to stop putting that shit on video. That's the truth. And that's what makes it even worse is if you're going to discipline your child, however you're going to discipline your child, keep that shit in your household. Why does everything have to be internet-based? But like uh, the professor said, this is the world of social media, so that's where everything got to go because guess what? I'm about to be famous. And Super C, Sienna said she just put him in quarantine. I hate her. He don't have COVID, Heffa. 
<laughs> if he did, she's gonna have to burn that closet. <laughs> so there it is. I mean, to each his own. I don't think I would necessarily put my child in a closet. Now I'll take all the shit away. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one. Uh, we're moving right right along. So I don't know if you all saw. Um, sorry, I didn't get the. Uh, Hold up, Shane. You got another comment. Another. Oh, um, I don't know where it's coming from. Another comment. All right, let's get this last comment. Oh. Oh, oh bunch said that. <laughs> bunch What's said up, that? bunch? <laughs> So, all right. So, all right. Let's go on to our next one. Um, so, I, I think everybody is in on one accord except for me. I, I don't. Um, and your mother never treated you like that. I'm calling your mother when we get off the phone. First of all, the shit that we 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 got punished in different ways. Like we used to have to stand up all night. Like if we was in the room laughing and giggling and shit all night, my mother, and my father coming in, and be like, "All right, y'all want to go sleep? Then stand up." Okay, that makes so sense. that's that's corporal punishment. Now no, I got not. to stand up all goddamn night and get sleep. up and go to school today. You didn't want to go to sleep anyway. But that's okay. That but I can't okay. put you in the closet with a bed and your your body wash and your you got clothes. What do you need body wash for? I ain't got no fucking private bathroom. Keep it going. Next. <laughs> all right, I'm just saying. All right. So let me mm. let me go ahead and get this in word in word at the basketball game. Mm. And we will be right back here live after the national anthem, ladies and gentlemen. Huh? You really gotta look. They're green and white. Oh shit. They're dealing. Fucking. Oh, come on, get your ass kicked. Are you sure? That's Midwest City, man. Dealing. Isn't it? Huh? Norman. Fuck yeah. Oh, damn, ladies. Come on, Midwest City. So apparently they forgot that their mics were on. <laughs> they forgot that their mics were on during a uh, high school girls basketball game. Um, this was in uh, this was Oklahoma announcer dropped after racist comments just directed at girls basketball team. Um, if you couldn't hear him, um, basically he took note of the team, the one team that was kneeling. Um, yeah, he took note of the one team that was kneeling, didn't realize that his mic was still open. You can hear him say a couple other curse words, and then finally he just was like, you know, a bunch of pretty much fucking niggas. But then so, uh, if you listen to the end of it, his the other guy, he don't say nothing. Like, he just stopped talking completely. Well, he must have, yeah, he must have realized the shit was still hot because he didn't say nothing at the end of it. And then, like, at the very, very end, he tells him that his microphone was still on, like it was still a live microphone. Um, what's the problem? I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with this. You, you don't see nothing wrong with him just randomly calling. Nope, I don't see nothing wrong with it, nothing at all. Um, <laughs> white people been white people been calling us niggas for years, so why now? Why are we upset? Um, are we upset? Are we upset because he said it out loud, or because he said it about some girls, or? I mean, you know, that's kind of fucked up, but I ain't mad. I mean, white people 
are going to be white people. They're going to show you their true colors regardless. I'm not saying all white people are bad. I'm not saying all white people are good. Um, white people are going to be white people. Uh, they Some hate you. Like Some of the closest ones that you work with every day probably go home and call you all kind of niggas. Let me tell you about what this nigga Shannon said. Shannon this and nigga that and Come on, like it's 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 something that that you know in the privacy of their own home, they're so comfortable saying that if they say that shit out in public, you know they say that shit any other time. It would be different if he was walking around campaigning for for student government council president, and he out here trying to win votes and make you think that he's something that he's not. He's a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Yeah, this type of wood. You said it's so effortlessly though, so you know he used to saying this shit. Yeah, so I, yeah. yeah Wait, the reason why he, he came back and said that no, 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 no. I'll read that. Right. Slow down, chat. Well, it's already in the comments. She said, she said, bitch. Okay, so, <laughs> so he has apologized, and he said that. I will state that I suffer from type one diabetes, and during the game, my sugar was spiking. Ron said, <laughs> "Yeah, don't don't read that shit. Yeah, don't even read that. Don't well, don't not, even well, don't even read that bullshit. Do well, not read that bullshit. I don't give a like. I don't even saying he got Tourette's or some shit. Yeah, don't don't read that bullshit. Now you make it. Now you make it fun of me. Don't don't don't. Don't read that bullshit, man, because now you're making me feel like an asshole because you got because you diabetic and sometimes just sugar get low. And, and now, yeah, don't, uh, game, don't. We have to fairly let everybody side hurt. See, so now, now I'm saying, see, before I wasn't mad, before I wasn't even mad at him. But if you're going to read that shit, if you really want to read that shit, fuck him. Fuck him off off the rip. My diabetes and my sugar low. Bitch, my mama diabetic. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Said that while not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes that I become disoriented mm. and often say things that are not appropriate as well as hurtful. I do not believe that I would have made such a horrible statement absent. My sugar spiking. No, you wouldn't. So made all he needed was a cookie. Uh, no, brother just made a cookie he, he and some. He would have made such horrible statements had he known his motherfucking mic was on. Well, mic was on. Right. Right. No, yeah. yeah, don't. When I read that, yo, I no, think no. I... when Mike was listening to it last night and all of <laughs> bust out laughing, I'm like, what, what the fuck you laughing at? And he's like, nothing, nothing. Just wait till tomorrow. I'm like, yo, he thought that shit was fucking hilarious, yo. Yo, he blamed it on his diabetes. His diabetes. No, he's just a racist and got yep. point blank. I want to know when we gonna start doing that shit. When we when we have the microphone, fucking tomorrow, my nigga. Tomorrow, I'm about. I'm I'm just getting ready to say I'm about to go ahead on this microphone and call all these crackers crackers, <laughs> and then when they come, when they come and ask me what was wrong, I'm diabetic and my <laughs> and my sugar spike. And my cholesterol was too low for me to get my mind right. Oh, to, to me, for me not to know what I just said. Oh, and then I'm going to end it with a cracker at the end. I I feel sorry for the girls that had to go, like, you know, they had to go. All they wanted to do was play basketball. And now, not only do they got to play basketball, but now we niggas too. Like, God damn. Like, it's just, I don't know. But somebody should have just gave a man a cookie, a little applesauce. Somebody, it's always somebody. Man, I can't. No, he was at he was in the stadium up in the booth. Oh, oh. Yeah, see, at first I was just like I gave him, you know, like this is what they do. See, and that's but what people do. You always give them a fucking pass because that's what they do. No, bitch, that's not what that's, the fuck they do. 
That is what they do. That's exactly what they do. It's not okay. We don't give a pass because it, it, it's, it's not okay. It's not okay. But I it, it ain't enough for me to be mad at what he said because this is this is this is the norm. Like fuck him. But the fact that you came out with this dumbass apology <laughs> now, I I want to piss on you because I, I I feel like you play with my intelligence for me to know that the diabetes is why you said nigga. And that's there you go again, another apology. When, when somebody gonna stand up and say, Yeah, I said that shit. I meant it. I mean, I ain't mean for to get for it to be I mean, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. Stop apologizing for shit that you actually honestly feel. Be that's real. And they not gonna, they not gonna do it. They not gonna do it. And that's that's everybody. If it, ride that, don't don't apologize. Like we've condemned um some of our own people, when they come and apologize, don't know. That's what you said. You met it. You just ride. ride. And it is Stand what it on is. it. But you said it for a reason. Tell me why. You, you, I love America. I feel that they, I, I was a veteran. I feel like, you know, when that happens, I just feel like, stand on not, it. Not my fucking diabetes, you fucking bitch. <laughs> oh. All right, I gotta go because you about to get me upset. Now I gotta go ahead and fucking cuss at these fucking white people. Fucking ride with me, Mike. Sienna said Trump will Trump will stand on it. Oh yeah, Trump will stand on all of it. All right, let's Trump, Trump was grabbing about a pussy and letting it let it be known. He said that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that was um that was in Oklahoma uh during the girls' um, I believe it was a championship game. Um, so I, I never even found out which team won or lost, but I, I hope the they all lost. Had- they all niggas. Now that you saw Oklahoma, it makes much more sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh man! Hey, look, I gotta go, fellas and, and lady. Um, I'm listening to y'all the rest of the show. Hey, Mike, when I when I when I respond on I see Twitter, it. I hey. need you to fuck. I need you to fucking acknowledge me, yeah. My bad. I apologize. Mm. No, no, we don't apologize. <laughs> your, di- your diabetes fucking up again. Huh? <laughs> My glaucoma. You know, I didn't see that. My, My glaucoma. Oh, shit. All right, y'all. I love y'all. Y'all be safe. I'm going to listen to the rest of the show inside. All right, All right y'all. What's the comment? Um, it's a bunch of them. Um, Got to start with uh, Sianna said he said his diabetes made him say it. Mm-hmm. What's up, TJ? He said that was funny. He said I wish he at least put some effort into a better excuse. Yeah, who was like who was guiding these people? Yeah, uh, um, Linnea was. Where you, go? you scrolled past it too fast. She's up. Let's start right there. My good. Um, and they said we live in a time to be politically correct, and people need their jobs, so they will apologize to keep that job. That's that's what it boils down to. The yeah, job. but he didn't keep his. He was mm. cooked. I mm. think he got cooked. Folks, Linnea said, folks don't want to mess up their money and their followers, so they have to apologize to try to do damage control. Yeah, but everybody knows bullshit. The apology yeah, I mean, is bullshit. What you, what you say, you say it. I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, we all racist. Black people, white people, all your motherfuckers out here saying shit, you ain't got no business saying. Uh, Professor, you have anything before we go to the next topic? No. Um, I, I kind of agree with what G said. Um, I, I always, in my mind, I always think that that white people think that niggas shit anyway. I'm not saying that all of them, but in, when they're with their friends, they say it anyway. Um, we just don't hear them when they when they do it. That's one of the reasons why when I'm out with people, 
I try to tell them like, yo, stop joking so much with them, yo. Because when they get to drinking, all kind of shit starts coming out and slipping out and oh my bad, bro, and all this old shit. Yo, stop doing that, yo. Because then you put me in a position because you don't give a fuck, but I'm gonna feel some kind of way about it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So just don't do it. But yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with what you was saying. My bad, my um, my fire went out. Lord have mercy. Had doing drugs and shit, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, smoke, at crack got, on a, look, at least you got real smoke instead of your boy making all oh. the bubble noises and shit. <laughs> Blowing on a hookah. Uh, so I'm pretty sure everybody has saw the video of Nika Holbert. No. Um, What's that about? Nika Holbert. All right, so um, this was Nashville. A woman oh, fatally yeah. shot by a cop in traffic stop turn shootout in Tennessee. How dumbass. Oh, what did you take Ooh. out of it? Nothing. I was okay. okay, all right, listen. Just come back here. I think we're getting off on the wrong foot, okay? Because I'm really confused on why I'm getting He's shot. got several warrants. Okay, I, that has nothing to do with me. You don't know who's in the car. Nobody's in our car. Well, now I know that. However, now I'm going to address the other problems. Okay, so you want so, my bag and all okay. my belongings. So just step right back here. Can I use the restroom? And let you know this being audio mm -hmm. and video recorded, just to let you know. Okay. 23. If you did have one more, that would be, that would be good. Next, we're for Dispatch Indian near Ewing Drive and for Church, Ewing Drive and for Church. Can we step back here? 21 to 23, DVD code 3. Negative, just code 2. So it's just in here? Yes, sir. Okay, was there... Well, about five minutes from me. Is this? Yeah, I'm not done with that though. Where's your lighter at? In the car. 13. It says you're about seven minutes away. I'll, I'll get it for you in a second, okay? Uh, so you oh, right there in your door. Do me a favor, turn No, hold turn on. Around. Don't put me in handcuffs. I haven't done anything wrong. Ma'am. No, don't put me You're in handcuffs. You're about to get paid. No! 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 Get out! No! 
Get down on the ground! Down on the ground! search her damn bags and shit like that to where as though you was getting ready to put the cuffs on or you should have searched the car too. It's like, and he gave her too much freedom. He did not control that situation. The bitch is going in and out the car, lighting cigarettes and walking around, picked up the purse after he told her he still needed it and just fumbling through it. He gave her too much freedom. He didn't control that situation. Now, I'm not sure that she did the right thing, but yeah, he gave her too much freedom on, on that run. He's supposed to have put her on the curb, sit her ass far away from the car, have her sit down, check the purse and the car. Because the way she reached for the gun, it seemed like it was just sitting right there. I don't get it. I, don't I, get I, do, it. Believe, I do believe he, I don't think he followed all his protocols. I believe he was very, he was very, calm and cool. They both were pretty cool. You could tell she was nervous. He was trying to I guess make her feel as much as ease as possible but I, do, I don't think he followed all of the proper police procedures in making sure that the whole scene was secure or moving forward. First of all, he could have got like in, that could have went to, different with like I don't know. I'll let y'all go ahead. So did she, did she die? Yeah. Yeah. From what I understand. She, yes. she ended up hitting a tree crashing. Mm. That's so it says after the shooting, Holbert tossed a semi-automatic pistol into the parking lot where it was later recovered. Holbert initially cooperated with Baker, but her compliance changed when the officer found what appeared to be marijuana and a white powdery substance in her yeah. bag, prompting him to detain her until backup arrived. So beginning when he pulled her over and realized that the was not in the car the car did he have probable cause to really search or did she just allow him to search the her? tags the tags led him to pull a car over right. and i guess with the tent he wasn't sure if the dude was in it right. her boyfriend had warrants and the car was registered to him that's what led to the initial right. stop believing that he was in the car right come to find out he wasn't in the car now 
and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, if you're driving a vehicle registered to a criminal, I do believe you can be detained and, you know, searched and questioned. I believe, I don't know. I don't know much about, you know, laws, police procedure or, you know, but. Cause that's why I'm just curious, you know, based off of what, you know, you guys were saying in the beginning, like if with him pulling her over and then, you know, once the doors open and you can see nobody else is in there, that the person I'm looking for is not in there. Can you just let me go? You know, could he have let her go or, you know, was she like, you know, I ain't got nothing you want to, you know what I mean? He's like, well, can I check? And she's like, yeah. So then it's like, why am I going to handcuff you and sit you on the curb because you're volunteering for me to check your stuff. But if you knew you had cocaine and weed in the bag, why volunteer to let him check it? Like that whole story is like crazy to me. It's, it's just, it's, that shit is crazy. Because, all right, if he wasn't in the car, I guess because the car was registered yeah. to the dude, that's why he didn't just let her go. But it, did he see something in the car that made him say, okay, well, I need to check you? I don't get it. Because I know if it was her car and they thought they saw him in it and they pulled her over and he wasn't in it, they would have to let her go. But I guess because it's registered to him. To him. But that that was crazy. Oh, it sounded like she was even calling for her mother to come get her. You know what I mean? Like if they had and to leave the car. She must have had a lot more shit on her record than just because for that little bit of drugs that she had, you willing? You're not willing to even. I mean, you got caught with she, it. She had that gun in the car. That's probably that's what it was. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. thirty. That's what it was. Um, and I think in, in this day, in this time. I think he handled it the way that it was because of all of the limelight that happens whenever a white police officer stops any black person. There's always going to be something. So well, that's that's what the, the professor has brought that up many times, like how police don't know how to police anymore mm -hmm. due to the fact of everything that has happened. It's yeah. like you don't even know how to be a police officer. So anymore. Now and that was clear. He didn't even know how to be a cop. Like he. All his training went out the window. Probably everything he was supposed to do, like I said, to control the scene, it all went out the window mm -hmm. because all he probably thinking is, I ain't got to do wrong. Right, exactly. I'm a 14 year veteran. Uh, no. I got six more years probably till I can get my, my pension. I don't want you know, nothing that causes to go no, the I just wrong want, way. I want this to go as smooth as possible. And it still didn't. And then you can even, and the only reason that leads me to believe that is the fact that when he saw the gun, he didn't even just initially fire. He, like he, he didn't even pull initially. It was at that point. Then he, you saw he, him he like telling her, drop it, drop it, drop it. Like, I probably would have just, as soon as I saw it, I probably would have just let a couple yeah. of like, uh, but to him, it had been a white cop shoots a black female, whether she was armed or not. It's still, he yeah. probably was just, that's all he was thinking in his head. That's crazy. Hmm. But so she did the most though. She she did the most in that situation too. So um, you know, this brings back up like I told you earlier, Cooley, what I said before about the whole thing of officers. Are, are you saying or you or do you think that the officer has to wait until he actually sees to can see the gun before he reacts with his gun? My thing with that whole situation is when she started, I'm, I'm just being 100% honest with you. If I was him standing outside, when she put her hand somewhere where I could no longer see them, 
and she was trying to reach for anything. I don't give a damn if she was reaching for a cell phone, a pencil, a piece of paper to write some shit down. I'd already had my gun out. And there's a good chance she would have gotten shot before I even saw the gun. I'm not waiting till I see the gun to fire. That, that shit, like something about that just don't sound, something about that, that whole idea just doesn't sound logical in no shape, form or fashion. I don't care what your, what your uh, job is, what you've been trained to do. If a person is putting their hand somewhere that you cannot see and you've asked them to comply and they are not complying, what else is your next course of action? I mean, are you now it's coming down to I'm not trying to get shot. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not trying to get shot. I done told this woman put her hands up. I done hit her with the stun gun. She's still not getting out the car. What else can I do? And I'm by myself. Mm -hmm. Now, let's look at the other side of it. We complain when police pull us over with, with five and six of them, right? But had he had the backup that he requested, that probably wouldn't have happened that way. Yeah. Right? But then you would say, okay, well, why does it have to be so many police officers? Well, there's so many police officers because we're trying not to get harmed, one, and two, be in the media for an unnecessary shooting or, or whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> uh, I, I, I'm... I'm I was trying to play in my mind after you brought up the whole thing about searching the car, about what would be the reason why he would search the car. Now, one, I was thinking maybe he smelled marijuana in the car. Maybe she was smoking prior. That's possible. Well, let me ask you this. Once he found the weed in her purse, does that open it up for him to be able to check everything? So, well, let me tell you what I was going to say. Because the car is registered in his name, they can impound the car. Right. I and, before they, and before they impound that car, they may the, their rules may be that they are supposed to search whoever was in the car first to make sure that they're not taking anything out of the car that needs to be, you know, needs to be addressed. I don't I don't really know what their, you know, their rules are as far as that's concerned. That is a possibility. So with that being said, um, I feel like he did as best that he could do bends though he was by himself and I, I just judging by the way that that situation went i feel like i mean i don't i heard you say he had some years of service but he almost seemed like he was a rookie police officer to me yeah, he 14 because years. 14 years he probably mm -hmm. never experienced no shit like that so that was all um new for him like even the fact that like i told you he was laying on the ground he had been shot and he ain't fired near another shot from that ground. I'm telling you, I don't. I, I wouldn't have had no more bullets. I said I that. Wouldn't have had I, was, I would bullets. have been on that ground letting off on her ass. She wouldn't have yeah. got too far at all. She probably, she probably would have ran me over with the car. I'm telling you, there's no way, there's no way that that would have gone that way. And I'm only thinking that maybe he was scared or I, I, I don't know. I don't know, you know what was going through his mind. But to, to be honest, from start to finish, all she had to do was comply. And see, I saw a conversation earlier today. <laughs> now, the conversation did go a little left. And I noticed that people do that. Uh, they, 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 they like to go left with conversations. But um, I do agree in part with what the guy was saying. 
what this guy said was we always we always talk about how there are police shootings of unarmed uh, people of color. But we never address the fact that in, in a lot of these cases, they aren't complying with the police. I'm not saying it is always that way, mm -hmm. but a lot of times there is a level of non-compliance. Why? As I still can't figure out in my mind, if you're really afraid that you're gonna be shot or hurt, why is there such a, a hesitation to comply? Why is that so difficult? If you don't agree with the way that you were treated, then you deal with it on the other end while you're still alive. Why would you try to put yourself in a position where you could jeopardize your life? If you're telling if your if your story is that I'm scared, I've never seen a child that is scared uh, behave the way that I've seen some adults behave when they claim that they were scared for their life. A person scared for their life doesn't do some of the stupid ass shit that I see these people do. You reaching, you hiding your hands, you, you playing little games and you walking away and you making it, you making yourself killable. Why? Why are you why are you doing that? You you're giving people every reason to say, I did it because of this. I couldn't see his hands. The person ran away. The person was hiding in the bush. The person went underneath a car. Again, I'm not saying all of those scenarios were that way. All I'm saying is there are a lot of scenarios that we've seen and we've played on this show. Right. And a lot of times I just question like, yo, why was that shit so hard? Yo, why did why did it have it didn't have to be that way? Do police kill unarmed unarmed black people? Absolutely. We see the shit all the time. This is not truthfully, it's nothing new. The uh, news is just, I mean, the uh, social media is just exposing it. This is all old stuff. But at the same time, it's also exposing that we have a problem with compliance too. We have a problem with authority too. That's that's also exposing that. So let's not act like that's not the case in some of these scenarios. Let's 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 be adult about this and let's really say that we gotta start having some level of compliance with these things and then deal with the, the mistreatment on the on the back end of this stuff. Yeah, we don't like we don't like to see fault in nothing that we do. It's always them, 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 never take any type of accountability for some of the parts that we play in situations. We're going to hit some of these comments. Yeah, you're tuned into the Cooling the Gang Show live every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, we appreciate everybody for joining us. Take a second, hit that like, hit that angry face, hit that heart, hit that smile. Just take one second and hit that button. I see we got a nice amount of people in here. Just hit that button. Hit that thumbs up if you're on YouTube. Share the video. Share, share, share. We appreciate everybody that's tuned in, everybody that's engaged with us tonight. Um, we phone prefer line. hearts, though. Yes, we do prefer hearts. Um, uh, we are, everybody is commenting. Uh, we appreciate your engagement um, and tuning in. Absolutely. All right, let's get these comments. All right. NJ Rich said, um, like I said earlier today, please know that some people that support the current um, criminal justice system will use this video as a foundation not to update how policing is done. Um, NYC213 says, she sounds like a fucking sheep. Um, <laughs> NJ Rich said again, I'm not saying what she did was right. It wasn't, but policing in America should still be updated. I think the initial stop is based on the jurisdiction and the laws associated. Um, NY oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know where I'm at. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad NYC. I hit the button too quick. Right there. Uh, right there. He said, um, when he found out he wasn't in the car, he has no right unless he's seen something in his sight, like drugs or a gun, um, I guess, to search the car. Um, I but now on that one, I thought if the car was registered to the boyfriend who has warrants. All right. So now, first of all, you're not leaving with the car. 
Right. Now, I have heard in situations the police say, I got to get a, a I need to search you for my safety. You know, if you're going to be standing, like, let me mm -hmm. search you for my safety. You wait over here. Now I know you're good and I'm going to proceed to check. Because, right. I mean, the car is a part of the criminal investigation at this point. Like, if this guy's wanted for drugs and stuff, this car is a part of all of that. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Go up, Maisha. Up. Down, whatever. No, other way. <laughs> Uh, Maisha says, I don't like it. Um, I wouldn't have given him consent to search. Once I was the only one ID'd in the car, he could check my license, but that would have been it. I did hear that she didn't even have a license, but I, I don't have any and maybe that's more why proof to that, but I, I'll research that, but I, I heard that was a part of it too, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, uh, NYC 213 said he should have emptied the clip on her. Uh, Rashad said the police should have had better control of the situation Definitely. person. If she's being detained, he needs to have control of the situation. But technically, she wasn't being detained. She was at that point. That's why he was searching her belongings. He was detaining her. So for his safety, like I've heard, like I've been searched like but, that before. Okay, All right, so look, he look. was detaining her when he was searching her purse. Yeah, he was searching her belongings. He actually, he actually, when I heard him call in for a female officer. That let me know she was going to go down searched. because he was going to get searched next. He but that was, that was but that was after the the point in which she found the weed. The weed, but before that, she wasn't being detained. She was being detained initially because she was in the car. Right, but was she was she being detained or was she? He was just asking her to step away from. Like when you when well, I say this, when I get detained, I'm thinking you about to lock me up. So when he realized no, that she was the just, only one in the car, no, she, lock you up is lock you up. When you being detained, I'm just I'm holding you up for a little bit. Okay. And um NYC said yes, he can search the car. Um, why is it that when on first 48, when the murder happens in the car, they can't search the car until they get a, a, a warrant? I mean, uh, um uh, um what's your name? Uh what's the Because the, the car is a part is a crime scene. So would he have had the right to search that car without a but see, um, what's your face? What's when the there's a murder in the, the car, the person in the car is a victim, so they can't give consent. This this person who owns this car is not the victim. They are the suspect. Oh, okay. All right. Are you sure? That's how it works. Yeah. It, okay. When, when you when you get killed, yeah, because if you're if you get murdered in your car, you are um not, you're a victim. So you can't give consent to like so, so yeah. They, they that's just like with um even with the house too. Like they before they like the bodies in the house, the paramedics and stuff can come, but they got before they get the rounding around in the house. Because that's where the victim is, they have to get a warrant to kind of. It, but is it a warrant? Is, is that the right word? Yeah, search warrant. Search warrant. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then I'm like, that don't sound right. All right. Then my bad. All right. Um, What's Rashad, up, Rashad? Rashad said, furthermore, why did the police officer feel as though he had a justified reason for searching her or the vehicle? Fruits of the poisonous tree. Right. Because that's what. I, that's. I guess that's the point. That's one thing that I guess we will never know is like. What was his reasoning for searching her? She didn't right. have a warrant for her arrest, none of that. You know what I mean? So, what was it that made you search her? Her, right? And that's what I'm saying. It must have been something he saw mm -hmm. in yeah. order for him to say that I need to search you, and then to call for a female backup to physically search her. It, it must have been something that he saw. Yeah. NJ oh. Rich said, um, "What, what, what were the other issues after checking the tag and realizing the boyfriend wasn't in the car and before he looked in the purse? Yeah, that's the missing thing. That's the part right, that we. Drugs. He probably saw some more drugs. 
Yeah. Rashad said, miss me with the comply. <clears throat> he said she complied when she pulled when she was pulled over. Why continue a traffic stop for the registered owner who was not identified as the driver? Oh my goodness. Okay. There we go. Um and <laughs> I see two thirteen said because we've uh, we've been running since slavery. So is that um just that that's just built in. That's psychologically to, built into us. To not comply and to and run run and things. The ma slave masters so coming. And we run. running. Uh, Rashad said no. Too many times we've complied and still ended up dead. And you're right, there have been times that, that we have, but a lot of times you gotta be honest and you gotta be real. We ha we haven't always been um nj rich said some people don't think that they will get a fair shake in the criminal justice system so they think that they have a better chance in the street my said um that would depend on the type of warrant he had a body warrant not a search and seizure okay uh, I, I, I can tell all the criminals in the, in the, <laughs> so in the comment I section. Tell, uh, uh, I love y'all, but I, and we appreciate the knowledge. Uh, Rashad said, "Please still need a search warrant for for the vehicle." However, the loophole what police um, what police departments use is the inventory search. Okay. Okay. Um, NYC said, "No, no. When someone gets murdered in the car, the car is evidence." Okay. okay. There we go. All right. They done schooled us. Oh, he, oh Rashad says, works law enforcement. I, well, there we go. Oh, All right, damn, Rashad. <laughs> I appreciate you, Rashad. Rashad has kept me flooded this week with articles. Um, said, Don't be calling me no motherfucking criminal. <laughs> I, I, I have not ignored them. I have them all stacked up uh, just because I didn't get to any of them today. Trust me, I, um, especially the one he sent me with the uh, I think it was a resource officer that um, called a kid the N word and he ended up getting fired. Yeah, I got that one. Can't be talking to the little bad bastards like that. So, <laughs> yeah, like, so this whole situation. I think we can all agree that the situation could have been avoided. It could have, definitely, absolutely. I think we can agree that the officer was not overly aggressive. Mm -hmm. He definitely was out of his element. Uh, he looked like a, he was like a dead cold in headlights. Like he just, it just seemed like he just didn't know what to do no more. Like all of that training just went out the window. Like it was just like he was just going off of just, all right, I'm going to do this. All right, I'm gonna do it. Oh no, no, don't go back to the car. Like, he let her go get it. First of all, when she went to go get the lighter out the door, no, he told she, her don't do it. When she and she still went to go get it. The first time to call her mother, like she dug all the way in the car to. He could have been dead home. then. Because she could have grabbed the gun at that point. She could have been too scared if she felt if she felt comfortable enough to keep turning her back on him. Considering was, everything that's happened and keep going in and out. That, that was the ploy because okay, he already told me. He already told me I'm being recorded. So I'm going. I, I already know there's certain things I need to say and do on this camera. I'm scared. I'm scared. Mm. But nothing in his behavior was giving her calls to be scared. Besides the fact that I just found your shit and bitch, you about to go down. I think if she would have never grabbed a gun and just kind of tried to pull off, I think she could have possibly got away. She probably would have fucked him up with the car. But I think when she went to go grab that gun. Because he had the whole time he never reached back for that gun until after he saw that gun and saw her with it. And them tasers is weak as shit. Like I don't yeah, even know yeah, why. I'm about to say the same thing, bro. Because once he should stop from the taser, I don't know if the taser had came off of her or not, but he was squeezing the shit out of it. She just sitting there like he had she to hit her again. Yeah, them tasers is, is worthless. Like maybe they should just use rubber bullets. I mean, 
<laughs> because the taser is bullshit. Like, I don't even want one. I ain't even gonna buy you one now because they work on skinny people. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I've seen, I've seen like big dudes, like muscular dudes, like they eat it. Like, I don't, I just don't get it. Hey, bro, you know, LB don't want no damn taser. She want Glock. Yeah, she do. She want the real taser shit. Hell yeah. So, um, of course, this is going to be an ongoing investigation. Her mother has already come out and um, said that her daughter was wrong, but she also believes that the cop went too far. Um, he went too far? He didn't go fucking far enough. Lord forgive me, but he didn't. Yeah, that was she, you know. But, I mean, that is Nika Holber. So, of course, we have another African-American victim. Um, there's, a, of course, another police officer victim. So now... African us as black people now we are up in arms and now we have even more anger against the police and cop was shot and now they have even more anger against suspects black people it's now it's just a, a worse situation so it, there was no they were just losers in this whole situation including all of us um so you can keep feel free to keep your comments coming on that we are rolling 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 through um 730. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I commented on that. Um, I want to take a pause real quick. Pause. Um, and uh lighten the mood up before we hit this last this last topic. I don't even think I got the um I don't even think I had the file. Uh the pro professor, you you're very quiet, brother. Um are you are you just letting the thoughts marinate? Uh, are there things that you want to say that you that you just don't feel that you I don't know. Like, what's, what's going on? Uh, no, I don't have nothing to say. I, you know, I'm, I'm really just thinking about, like, how, how, as people of color, how we, we are portraying ourselves when it comes to social media and it comes to um, other things in life, and that shit just don't look good to me. Like. You know, I, I hear I hear people say that the media portrays black people as monsters and all this type of stuff. But far as I can see, shit, we uploading our own TikTok video. We yeah. uploading our own shit on, on, on social media. We doing all the dumb shit. And then you wonder why people um, respond to you a certain way. They already have a preconceived idea of what they think we are. And then you look on social media that's that's also helping it along, pushing it along, um, encouraging the, the negative view of people of color. And, um, you know, it just it, it should just is it, disturbing to me because like I know I know what I'm capable of. I know what I've done. I know how I am now. Some of the stuff that I see now, I just say to myself, damn. Here you are in your 30s and your 40s, and you haven't grown. You're the same person you were in high school, elementary school. You're still playing kid games. You're still saying stupid shit. You're still behaving in a way that that doesn't add to the culture. It only takes away from the culture. And then we sit around and act like, I can't believe that this happened. Are you kidding me? Are we looking at the same shit? And I'm telling you, for me, the people that I follow on social media, pretty much have their self together. Like for the most part, they're doing big things. They want they want better for themselves. They want better for their children. But every now and then I see some different things and you know, fun is fun. That's cool. And when I'm not talking about that, I'm just talking about the silly stuff. Like even with, with, with her, like that shit was silly, man. And 
what did she really think she was gonna happen? What she thought this was uh what was that uh what was that movie um where the dude the dude shot the police officer and pulled off with the girl? Oh yeah, you talking about um uh uh, uh brother uh, Nance is here. Right. <laughs> you talking, talking about the one with the um Queen is Slim. Queen is Slim. Queen is Slim. I see, like even that, like I personally I like the movie, but the shit that got me was I don't understand why he ran. That's what I hey, yo, really I said the same thing, bro. I wouldn't have ran if I had a lawyer. It would have been a better story. Could have been a better story fighting the system, bro. And, and that's 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 all I'm trying to get across. Like the 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 way that these things are playing out just seems so stupid to me, man. And it, it, it's again, this is my opinion. You know, some people believe that they have better chances doing things another way, but wind up dead. So obviously that shit don't work. And then some people believe that the system is not going to work. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll fight with the system. You go ahead and play cowboy and wind up dead. That, that works for you. you. You do that shit. I ain't doing it. I have no reason to do it. Now, if, if it's a scenario where I think I can win, win in and get away, then maybe, you know, we'll reconsider. But a situation like that stupid shit she did, what, what really could you possibly think was going to be the outcome of that? Well, realistically, what? All right. Well, let's lighten the mood up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to pivot real quick and then we're going to come to our final uh, topic tonight of our school systems. But I saw this online and it had me um, had me messed up, man, because I didn't know what I would do. So. One. One got to go. I just want to. I, I just really wanted to hear what y'all had to say about this one right here. One, of, one. It ain't easy. Well, boom dots, baby. Boom one dots, gotta, gotta go. Hell no. One gotta go. So I'm. I'm gonna start with. Uh, we gonna start with ladies first. Shannon. One gotta go. Uh, and y'all gonna hate me for this. And I don't even give a fuck. And it's because I never watched it. Chappelle show. Chappelle show gotta go. I knew. I knew. I knew. I've never I knew watched it. Really? I don't do drugs. But the boondocks was my shit, so brother Nance, one gotta go. He, he already said it. Boondocks off the rip. Boondocks off the rip. Forget all y'all. Matt, <laughs> one gotta go. Boondocks gone. Oh my god. Yeah. Professor, one gotta go. Fresh Prince. <laughs> Never <laughs> had. That's because, that's because you're 80s, baby. That's because you were 80s, baby. That was 70s, baby. We love the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, man. Fresh Prince. I was nah. Everybody loves the Chappelle show, but I was like, even though I ain't gonna lie, the Fresh Prince had a lot of little, you know, suspect stuff in there, but. <laughs> yeah. G- All right, so uh, let, let's. Jabari's. Uh, Jabari. What's up, Jabari? Oh, you Jabari says the boondocks. Uh, Linnea. Well, Linnea, we need your answer, sis. Linnea said, oh, Lord, I love him. I love all of them. Big G said, Fresh, Fresh Prince got to go. go. baby. Got to go. Fresh Prince got to go. Uh, so now it's me. Yeah. And if you say Boondocks, then you might as well. No, no, no. The Boondocks is not going. <laughs> I was about to bring it up. I would probably say The Chappelle Show. What? <laughs> yeah, I would probably, and that's only because <laughs> lately, lately we've been watching The Fresh Prince more. And the more I've been watching it again lately, like that shit funny as shit. Like, yo, Fresh Prince was funny as shit, yo. Fresh Prince was funny, bro. Yo, the Chappelle show would be the first one out of all of them that I would watch. And see, it was certain episodes of the show. Now, Chappelle see, I'll watch Martin before I watch anything on that screen. I could watch Martin all day. Well, G said, um, although the last two seasons of Martin can go to, yeah, when Gina kind of disappeared off and they tried to make that work, it, it really. 
killed the show. It, it, I, it, they tried, but it really did not work. Right. Rashad said Fresh Prince too. Yeah, the Rashad said the Fresh, and NJ Rich said the episode that saved uh, Fresh Prince is the episode with his father. father. Yeah, that was that was a deep yeah, that episode. was a good one. That yeah, was it was. Good one. Yeah. All right, so I just wanted to, I just wanted to, uh, you know, bring a little. Send me that. I need that in my business page. Yo. I need my algorithm to be rocking off. Oh, that's right. Yeah, send that to me. All yo. right. <laughs> All right, so let's um, jump back into it as we um, come down to the final minutes of the show. So, city school fail. I don't know if you all saw this. Um, these, uh, this video, I tried to edit it. Um, uh, NJ Rich said, "Boondocks would go." Um, I, tried, I tried to edit this video as much as I could, um, but uh, just uh, bear with it. I'm gonna let it run real quick. Right out of a Baltimore City high school where hundreds of students are failing. As Project Baltimore's Chris Paps explains, we found a student who's passed three classes in four years and is ranked near the top half of his class. <laughs> We're not letting none of this get the best of us. Be strong, son. We got this. He's stressed, and I am too. Like, I told him I, I probably would start crying. Like, my son is, I don't know what to do for him. This coming June is when Tiffany France thought her son would receive his diploma. And I'm just trying to fight. He like, Mom, what, what was all this for? What did I do this for? Like, don't he get a chance? Do he get a chance? But after four years of high school, this mom just learned her 17-year-old has to start over. He's been moved back to ninth grade. Why would he do three more years in school? No, she he didn't fail. The school failed him. No, the school you failed, failed at their job. They failed. They failed. That's the problem here. They failed. They failed. He didn't deserve that. France's son attends Augusta Fell Savage Institute of Visual Arts in West Baltimore. His transcripts show in four years he has passed just three classes, earning two and a half credits, which places him in ninth grade. But France says she didn't know that until February. She has three children and works three jobs. She thought her oldest son was doing well because even though he failed most of his classes, he was being promoted. His transcripts show he failed Spanish one and algebra one, but was promoted to Spanish two and algebra two. He also failed English two, but was passed on to English three. I'm just assuming that if you are passing, that that you have the proper things, you know, to go to the next grade. And you know, the right grades, you have the right credits. As we dig deeper into her son's records, we can see in his first three years at Augusta Fells, he failed 22 classes and was late or absent 272 times. But in those three years, only one teacher requested a parent conference, which France says never happened. No one from the school told this mother her son was failing and not going to class. Yeah. France's son, in his four years at Augusta Fells, earned a grade point average of 0.13. He only passed three classes. But his transcripts show his class rank is 62 out of 120. So this means nearly half of his classmates, 58 of them, have a GPA of 0.13 or lower. He's a good kid. Like, he didn't deserve that. Where is the mentors? Where is the help? 
for him. I don't. I hate that this is happening to my Where child. Was you? All right, enough. In your enough. opinion, did enough. the school system enough. fail this child? Absolutely. This city school Absolutely. administrator who works. Oh, enough! Enough! Cut yeah. that before you rip, because I know you about to go in. You about to go in. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Everything about that mom pissed me the fuck off right now. Because yes, the school has a responsibility, but they are your motherfucking kids. There's no way in hell that Chase, Aiden, or Frank can go through a semester and I not see a report card. I'm not asked them about their motherfucking grades. I'm not in, I don't care how many kids and how many jobs I have. It's my responsibility as their mother to make sure that certain things are being done. And if not, it's my job to follow the fuck up with them teachers. When I thought the Ada's teacher was not telling me what was going on, guess what? The school saw me. I was at Ada's school. And how the hell you don't know your child's been out of school and absent or late 200 something times? I'm done with her ass. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I can't. All right. So y'all know I like to play devil's advocate. No. So parents definitely have a responsibility and so does the school system. Now, let me tell you what pissed me off about the video. First of all, if the news is coming to talk to me about my son in school, I'm not going to have him sit on the bed playing a video game. Hello. <laughs> that's, 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 that's real though, yo. That's real. I'm that's probably real. going to not let that be going on at the time because now in my mind, that's all I can see this now. This is what the fuck you've been doing for 200 something days. That's all I can see. I can't unsee that, brother. Like I can't unsee that part of the whole thing. Um. They are supposed, and, and the school is under investigation. We have another video about that as far as the principal and everything. But they are supposed to be, and Brother Nance, I'm glad you're here. You are in education. I so called on the right time, brother. This, you, is, you, this, you, this is the only reason why I want to be on the show. You can you can definitely help. If, if, I, if I say something that's wrong, please correct us. They are supposed to be uh, steps, like fail-safe set up to prevent things like this from happening. Um, how does a child go that far? How do you how do you go that far not passing though? Bro, bro, let me tell you something. I agree with both of y'all, right? But all this really did was just expose the whole entire system. You gotta realize, yo, people are getting directives from different people. You know, I mean, I've been in schools where, though, luckily, I, you know, I got integrity. I talk to my parents, and I, mean, I don't really care if they like me or not. You know what I mean? I tell the kids, I'll fail them. You know what I mean? And I let them know, like, that I fail you, you failed yourself. They say they failed themselves. You understand what I mean? And I had principals tell me to pass a kid. Yep. Just because the other teachers didn't want to deal with the kid behavior. You dig what I'm saying? They'll pass kids along. So, you, I mean, it's a lot of different factors so I can't say it's just a total school system thing. It's just a, a societal thing. You know what I mean? For the fact that it's systems in place that put these kids in situations. Teachers are doing so much data collecting right now that they can't even teach. So I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? And then you have cultural differences in the classroom as well. You know what I mean? Whereas though, um, you know, one part that disturbed me a little bit, you know, and, 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 you know, like I said, I'm not going to knock the sister or beat her up while she's down. I'm just saying that, you know, she thinking, I mean, she only listen if her son being honorable and she's pass, passing along. You know what I mean? 
you know, she just assuming that he's doing what he's supposed to do. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like I said, it showed the holes in the system as a whole because, you know, schools, you got you got to realize you got principals that are running budgets for schools, right? They didn't get trained to do that in school. They learned about how to teach you to be a better teacher, not how to do business. So they're so bogged down with all the business of the school that the education part is lacking. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm just giving you the deep science on what really is going on. You dig what I'm saying? Like that's what's really going on. You got principals in charge of budget, so they're so overwhelmed with handling the budget. The teachers can just do whatever, but teachers still got to report to the principal. The principal got to report reports to the people that's reporting them, and they got to report. All this is money. These people are students are money. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why the whole thing between charter and this, like, you get more money if you, I mean, it's a money thing, bro. You know what I mean? You got to have a certain amount of attendance at a certain amount of time for, for the funding to go through. And then after that, they don't care if the kid never come back to school. But they're going to check you in for those certain amount of days so they can get that funding per pupil. I mean, it's a deep science behind this whole, it's deeper than what she, you know what I mean, what's going on with her son, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? All right, I mean, and it's unfortunate that that's going happening to that young man, you know. But at the same time, you know, just like I was telling a friend of mine, like, uh, shout out to brother Corey Witherspoon and uh, forgot the councilman name, um, Zeke Cohen. They reached out to the brother to try to add some supports to the family and the mother. You know, Corey Witherspoon is a community advocate in Baltimore, um, and he's doing his thing. And they reached out to the brother because I was going to reach out to him too, just to see, you know, what supports, you know, where he's actually at academically because. It doesn't make no sense to send that boy back to the ninth grade. It'd be better off putting him in a situation where he can get some type of GED, get his character built up, get him prepared for the real world. But sending him back as an 18-year-old in ninth grade, you're doing that boy a disservice. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be better to surround him around people that can get him thinking and changing his mind and wanting to take ownership of what he's learning. Because he may not have been coming to school. He may not like the teachers. He may not have came to school. It's no excuse. You know what I mean? But... We don't know what I would want to know what the real reason why he wasn't coming. It could be a variety of reasons, bro. You know what I mean? Professor. So you I mean, you you already know my take on it. Um, I put the responsibility on the person who has the control, which is the mother. The mother has the responsibility to control her child. Um, I was just looking in the book because I remember a conversation in one of the books that I have called Outliers. And one of the things that they talk about in that book is about how people people say that the school systems and it is funny enough, they use Baltimore City in the book. And um, they, they, they discussed how uh, people talk about how the school systems are inadequate. Right. And they say that in the richer cities or richer counties that the other schools have um, a better chance of success than the lower class schools, right? Mm -hmm. But what he said was, when you look at the testing, what you'll find is at the end of the year, lower class schools test better than higher class schools, right? That's the first thing he said. He said, but what you'll notice is at the beginning of the year, after summer break, the upper class kids wind up testing better than the lower class kids. He said, so the problem is not the school. The problem is during the summer break, richer kids go to places where they can be educated and they can learn. Experiences. Lower class kids go to somewhere where they can play 
and get away from their parents. Parents don't want to deal with them throughout the summer. So the problem, again, is really not the school. It's the no. lack of parenting. Parents have to take accountability for their children. You can't rely on someone else to teach your children. Even if your child gets, even if your child get goes to school and they're taught uh, one plus one, what do they do? They come home with homework. You're supposed to help them with the homework because the homework is what really teaches them. It's not what they're telling them in school. All they're doing is giving them a foundation. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to agree with you, yo, on the foundational piece, but I was just going to say, though, bro, to be honest with you, though, you know, you can't, and let me, let me, I'm not going to say you can't. Let's just say if your toolbox was not loaded with the proper tools and you wasn't parented right, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and I, I, and it's not a making an excuse because once you know right from wrong, you know right from wrong. I, I, I you know what I mean? Um, but I, I agree with you. Experiences do, um, allow children to learn better, and that does make a, a, a gap. But I don't want it. I don't want it to appear like because there's no handbook to parenting, bro. You know what I mean? It's just we were fortunate enough to have solid fathers, solid mothers. I mean, my dad died when I was ten. I could have turned out like anybody else in this in this world. But I had a solid mother. I didn't perform like I was supposed to in school. I'm very smart. It wasn't no lack because I had a poor parent at home. Mother was a school teacher. I didn't want to do the work. I was the one shutting the job and then the school passing me and I ain't get it together to left. They had nothing to do with my mom. So I'm just saying, like, I understand the parenting aspect, right? And I agree. I'm not making no excuse for the parent at all. So please don't. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying we have to understand you also have to have certain tools in your toolbox because there is no 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 handbook to parenting, yo, at all. You know what I mean? And and and, and we're dealing with a way uh, we're dealing with loud distraction and silent killers you know what i mean that's happening right in our homes you know what i mean and so you know people are getting beat down constantly through music through television through this i mean i wouldn't want to go to school if everybody telling them i'm gonna fail i'm gonna do this and the third i mean you understand what i'm saying so i mean i'm not disagreeing with you my brother i'm just saying that i don't want it to be like it's strictly a parenting thing because you know my mother personally you know what i mean and i didn't perform to the levels at which I'm supposed to academically, neither in college or in high school. You know what I mean? Let alone when I was younger, getting in trouble in elementary school. It took a teacher sitting me down in the tenth grade, telling me, "Yo, your mother a teacher. Yo, you know what I mean? Like you misrepresenting your mother. It's my mother could take stuff from me, beat on me, whatever it was. If, if that shit didn't do nothing, but that didn't make her a bad parent. She checked out homework. She was. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, Matt. What you think? Well, I think like like. Everybody, I agree with everybody. Um, on one side, the mother, like I said, checking the homework, being you know there for the child when the work is needed to be done. Um, but then on the other side, it's like you got teachers nowadays that write these kids off. You know, they write them off as unteachable or they're never going to amount to nothing. So they come there for a paycheck. They don't come there to educate and encourage. They come there for a paycheck. And like you say, you'll pass them along so you won't have to deal with that attitude no more. You know, and, and that's where we had a loss at because nobody cares about the youth and educating them and getting them. Well, I ain't going to say nobody, but some of these teachers out here is just out here for a check. And then they get to the point to where as though they got to deal with disruptive kids in the class and then they just write everybody off. They come in, make sure they get through their eight hours, whatever they, they got to sign on a piece of paper to push them through, they're going to do it. You know, but on the same token, we still have to, as parents, we still have to question those teachers, you know, 
you we still have to check the kids. And I'm gonna do you want do y'all brothers remember being into your educators, like being into your teacher? You know what I mean? Like forget your parents at home. You know what I mean? Like when I was teaching, my kids was into brother names. You see what I'm saying? Forget what I was teaching them. It made it easy for me to teach it when they was into me. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you know, and I was the type of teacher where though I wasn't going to call you, even if your kid was acting crazy, I'm going to deal with it in my classroom. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, it's like I said, it's cultural things. You know, some teachers are afraid to reach out. You know, teachers are burnt out, stressed out, you know what I mean? And forgot why they got into the profession. Because like Rudy said, if you're sending your kids to school to, to, to learn or to be taught something, that's where you failed your kids at in the beginning. You probably sending your kids, they teach schools to teach you how to think and be in systems and understand how to do things. It ain't they didn't teach you really nothing, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like the all the real work starts at home. Like my, my nephew, he's in school for engineering. No one had to tell him to come home to dig into the books and do his own thing and his own research and because that's what he wanted to do. School just taught him how to organize his thoughts. You know what I'm saying? That young, that young man up at University of Maryland doing his thing. I heard about him. Yeah, doing his thing. But I'm just saying, right. and we also can't just put it on the parent because it starts with the kid, too. You got to want some shit out your life, too. You know what I mean? Straight up. You know what right, I mean? Because ain't nobody, make you, ain't nobody make none of y'all brothers decide to do the great things that y'all do in your life besides yourself. Facts. All right. So. Aunt Tia is here. Aunt Tia says, I agree. No one has challenged the mother or made her accountable for her actions in any of the interviews. Uh, Linnea says, parents need to be honest with themselves about their children's difficulties when it comes to education. Um, NJ Rich uh, has a question for you, Brother Nancy. says, is that an alternative school that you're talking about? What do you mean? Is that school Is that school an alternative? That school's not an alternative school. No, they said it was... Uh, um, I'm not sure what school you talking about, NJ Rich. No, the Fells. I mean, it's not an alternative school, but I mean, it's like all the rest of the high schools, a high school through high school choice. You know what I mean? So I mean, I wouldn't say it's a, it's not a top tier school, but it's not a. I mean, like all the schools in Baltimore City. I mean, my nephew went to Maryville and made it to the University of Maryland with a full scholarship. So to me, it don't matter what school you go to. It's what what you want to do in the school. You know what I'm saying? Straight well, up. apparently, um, so this just came out. Um, this situation just happened, but apparently, the school had already been under investigation by Northwest yes. and New, uh, at least since 2019. Um, the a principal and the assistant principal had both been on administrative leave since 2019. <laughs> um, <laughs> since then, the principal has retired. She just retired <laughs> January of 2021. But during that time, she was still paid her full salary. Exactly. Amounted to about $195,000. The assistant principal is still on administrative leave, and she has been paid about $170,000. So both of these principals <laughs> uh, have been paid by the taxpayers over $300,000, <laughs> and they're not even going to work. Not ain't going to work. No leadership. <laughs> you know? So... So, so the this segment is pretty much city school system fail. And if you, some of you probably noticed, I adjusted it and I put a question mark because it is a question. Um, is it a fail on the schools? Is it a fail on the parent? Is it a fail on the student? And me personally, I agree. I believe it's a fail in all three cases. I believe every. I believe the school failed the student. The student failed his parents and the school, and the mother failed her son, her child. And you know what's so sad? Baltimore City Public Schools back in the day in the 60s and the back in the day when Baltimore was being built, like when Baltimore had like was the people was fighting 
to come to Baltimore City Public Schools, Douglas and Dunbar. People, the whites were fighting to get to those schools. I mean, I'm reading a book called The Black Butterfly. It talks about all of that. You know what I mean? And how our schools, like we keep saying our schools, city schools, it's bad. Your city schools are really not bad. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like Rudy said, it's not enough people knowing their rights. The parents don't know their rights. Kids don't know their rights. People not fighting. People like me are fighting, but I had to get out the classroom because they was burning me out. You know what I mean? Like they want black men in the classroom. When they get us in there, they don't know how to cultivate us and treat us right. They want us to be the disciplinarian for the whole school. And that's not what I want to show black kids all the time that I'm the disciplinarian. No, that's not what it's about. You know and, what I mean? And you, so, and, and you knew that. So instead of keep going in there and bullshitting them kids every day just to get a check, you, you fell back. You stopped I'm like, yo, you know what? I can help these kids better by being happy and doing other things. And I've impacted more youth uh, outside of school than being in school. Like all my kids that I, that I worked with, that I taught, still call me to this day. I got more calls during the pandemic than anything. You know what I'm saying? Like they're in high school, college, this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it, the school system, I just hope that, you know, this, 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 I hope that this situation just opened everyone's eyes up to the higher level of the attention that needs to be paid to more community and what that looks like. You know what I mean? And it involves the parent. It involves the, 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 the legislation. It involves the community leaders. It involves the students. It involves everyone. This this ship can't be done without everybody being a part of it. You know what I mean? So I can't just blame one. I mean, it's a little bit of everybody. If the ship sank, right, they're not going to say it was just the captain's fault. What if it was the dude who didn't check the other thing and the other guy that didn't do that? they just going to say it's the captain's fault. Everybody died. Everybody, the whole sink. That was every part of everybody did that. You feel me? Uh, NJ Rich says, when Brother Nance was talking about placing him in a school now that he has to go back to the ninth grade, should he go to an alternative school instead? Oh, oh, no. Nah. Man, what I think he should do is, it depends on where he, if, if, he, if, he's, if his academics is not ready for him to take like a test to get him out of there, if he's not mentally there, because he could be mentally there, mature, but don't be low academic. You know what I mean? But if he's, if he's you know, uh, high academically and he just needs some uh, emotional maturity and things like that, then I think he should take the GED. But if he is still need academic support, he should go to an alternative school, but he should have supports both at night and in the daytime. So he, he'll have to go to school during the day and at night. You know what I mean? But he would have to have supports and tutors. and you know I mean, because that's a lot to have an 18-year-old in the ninth grade doing ninth grade work around kids. I mean, that's a lot. So by the time he get out of high school, it's going to be 25, 24. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, if I was his daddy, we would do homeschooling just to get you to pass that GED, and I'm going to get you some skills with your hands, whereas though you ain't got to know nothing. You can be a good plumber. You can be a, a good something where though electricians make more money than doctors. They would <laughs> straight up. Like the profession where you can use your, you still got to use your brain in mathematics, but I'm just saying, I would get you where as though you're supposed to be where you need to be so you can create money with your own hands. Like I would just like to see where the boy interest is at, you know what I mean? And see what supports we can surround him with him. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. No. Um, this was definitely a, a good show. I mean, I appreciate you, brother, uh, for uh, reaching out to me and uh, coming through. Um, let the people know what you got going. Healthy, healthy living ambassador, educator, recording <laughs> artist. Uh, what, what, what else? Is, like, what else? What, what's going on? Hey, man, on listen. Hey, man, I'm just, you know, I'm an encouragement coach, man. I just want to encourage, encourage people. 
You know what I mean? To reach their goals. Like, I don't want to be no, I don't want to be no one's life coach, business coach, none of that. I just want to coach you to either become that or get you to the people that can help you with that. You know what I mean? Like, because everybody needs encouragement. I don't wake up every day encouraged, but I know that God using me as a vessel for great things. You know what I'm saying? And I just had to get up and keep pushing every day. So I'm happy to announce Legendary Lifestyle Cafe will be opening. Our soft opening will be April the 3rd. We got some equipment in the day, so I'm super excited about that. But you know, it's hard. I'm doing community work. You know, I'm, I'm juggling. My, my son lives back with me. So, you know what I mean? I'm just I'm just here to help serve the people, man. And I just want to thank you uh, for continue doing the great work with this show and giving us a platform to really spread positive messages, man, because we got enough buffoonery going on and enough tap dancing going on. We done did enough singing and dancing for 10 lifetimes. You know what I mean? So I'm glad that, you know, not only do you guys speak on topics, but you speak on topics from a very intellectual and thought-provoking space. So it was an honor um, to be on the show with you brothers. Um, and um, that's what I'm doing. If people want to support us, you can go to www.legendarylifestylecafe.com, legendarylifestylecafe.com. Our three pillars are community, culture, and wellness. Community, culture, and wellness. So when you come visit our cafe, you're going to have a great experience reading nooks. You're going to be able to, you know, you're going to have a great thing with your kids. You know, Brother Nash, love the kids, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> make sure you're family friendly. Everything is about health. It's never about no money. It's always about health. So peace and power, everyone. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Mac, any final thoughts? Be honest with yourself. Plain and simple, just be honest with I yourself. You know, you know, you know deep down inside what you want out of life. You know your capabilities. You know things you don't want. You know, so so love yourself enough to take those type of responsibilities. Go after what you want. Like I said, know your limits and what you can and cannot do. I mean, I don't expect you to be 40 times, but you can ready to become a doctor. You know, it's just like know your limitations, but also um, believe in yourself, encourage yourself and others, and, and go after what you want and get rid of what you don't want. Plain and simple. Professor. Um, Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> That shit good though. <laughs> yo, 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 what if the chicken sandwiches was causing all the 80? What if Royal Farms was causing people ADHD and all that? What if, what if, that was, what if that's the reason why people were failing in school? They're eating that Royal Farms chicken. <laughs> oh, bird. Never know. Shit. Never know, man. But you know what, Matt? You said something that was that, that was real powerful just now. You was like, the things that you don't like. You know what I mean? Some people have a hard time figuring out what they like, but you definitely know what you don't like. Exactly. I mean, not spending time in the things that you don't like and that you don't want to be involved in. You know what I mean? So I thought that was a great point that you said, brother. Great point. Absolutely. I have never. All right. Well, I appreciate um everybody for tuning in with us. Um, we'll be back next week. Who was that? Oh, it's only right that we go out one way. So this is uh 7:30. Brother Nance featuring New Money Moon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
clean and keep pushing to find a way. Cleanliness and godliness, I look forward to mine. Checks and balances to keep my streams in line. Yo, I went to the gym today, too, buddy. Did you do what you're supposed to do? You better breathe. You better push. You better hey. You better outwork everybody. You better outwork everybody. You better outwork everybody. Ain't no competition but you. With every move is a calculated step to aspire the next. To encourage the ones that want more. Ain't nobody getting turned on what you're doing with yours. Tap down to the source of the girl with force. I got the crown underneath my feet. Remember that. Big moon, make the cipher complete. Remember that. Yesterday was the rank. Current day is on the ship. Oh, seven up was a brook. Now I'm legend of this bitch. I got hacked with the council. What it means to go and get what it means to keep going. Your body shutting down and your mind still going. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, man. Like, I appreciate you, bro. I ain't keep the score when the mother niggas switched up. No one kept the cross. Live it, man. Go and get yours. Live it, man. Yo, stay encouraged, y'all. This your encouragement team. This that seven thirty in the morning routine. This is how you start your day. This is how you begin your day. Begin your day with power. Speak with power. Don't waste your words. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your mind. Make sure you stay hydrated. Make sure you eating them plants. Peace and power, y'all. It's your encouragement coach, brother Nancy. It's encouragement team, y'all. Peace and power. It's Appreciate you, brother. You already know. We see y'all next week. Be safe and comply. You are tuned into the Cooley and the Gang Show on Blockworks Radio.